And welcome to The Good, The Bad, and The Podcast, the movie show where we take a given genre, we explore the best example of that genre, the worst example, and the ugliest example, like that uh, that annoying neighbor that lives next door that just gets under your skin, but there's something about him that just makes you go crazy with, is it love? I don't know, but I am Mark. I'm Kelly. And I'm Charles. And today we are doing Kelly's picks with Nicholas Sparks adaptations, and I'm excited. I really am. are you. <laughs> yes, me too, guys. I can't believe it's taken this long for us to do this episode, but here we are. This we is what this is one you've been wanting to do for a while. It is. You know, I have a love hate relationship with Nicholas Sparks because I won't deny it. I've I've read them all. I've watched all the movies. I have no shame about that. But there are a lot of things there. Mark, you said this a while back. Um, they're easy to hate and I, or, or like hate on, I guess. I guess you should say. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I don't want to just bash them. You know, a while back we did we did um, during my vampire picks episode, we did Twilight. And I thought we had a very legitimate discussion about Twilight. We, we made fun of it a little bit. Yes, we did. But we also pointed out some things that we're okay about it and so i hope we can have a similar discussion about nicholas sparks because yes let us be real there's a lot to laugh at but um there's also some really heartwarming moments so i'm really excited to talk about it and i'm i'm excited to hear what you guys think about it too i've been looking forward to it i must say i've got a little bit bit of a plot twist in terms of my reaction to these movies is uh a little bit sideways from what I was expecting to react to them. So maybe that, hopefully that'll make for some interesting discussion. Okay. okay. Excellent. <laughs> All right. So you want to dive in? Yeah, sure. Let's uh, start with a walk to remember. Okay. So do, we, do we want to do like our guesses for, for which one's good, bad, ugly first or wait till after? The uh, we can go ahead and do that too, if you like. Cause that's, I, I want to do this in story form for my, my guesses because so I watched the, if you don't know, the movies are The Choice, uh, The Notebook, and Walk to Remember. So I, I watched Walk to Remember first, and I thought, okay, this this might actually be her good pick. Uh, you know, many more, the acting's, and we'll get into it. And then throughout the movie, I was like, oh, man, I don't know. And the next movie I watched was The Choice. And at the beginning, I was like, oh, this this could be the good pick. I bet this is her good pick. <laughs> and then by the end, it was like, oh, man, I don't know. <laughs> And my memory was was really unfair to the notebook because I watched it years ago uh, before I had kids or whatever. And I remember the ending being much worse than it was. And I remember it being much more like saccharine and 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 uh, but watching it, I, I think I, I think it's a great movie. I think it's a good movie. So I think the notebook's good. I think the choice is bad. And I think uh, Walk to Remember is ugly. Charles, what about you? I agree with that. And we got a comment. Uh, Dr. Mike was asked. He said he has no idea who Nicholas Sparks is. I don't Dr. know. Dr. Mike. Do we, do we address that? that? Right we, we, he, he might be might have been too busy going through medical school and getting <laughs> degrees to read, to read Nicholas Sparks books. I don't know. Just a guess. I'll have you know that Nicholas <laughs> Sparks books are chock full 
of fake doctors. Yeah, that's so, true. They are. That's true. You know, uh, <laughs> and and weird medical <laughs> problems and illnesses and <laughs> yes, yeah, <laughs> and miracles. Well, I hope this podcast episode can inform your decision about which one, because you definitely got to watch some of them. Which one you should watch first? <laughs> <laughs> All right. All so right. let's let's uh, talk about A Walk to Remember <laughs> first, because it's chronologically it's 2002. Okay. And uh, did you already read the synopsis? We didn't, right? We cut you off earlier. Oh, no, I haven't read it. I, I didn't know if you were going to do the trailer first. Okay. Uh, go ahead um, and do synopsis. the synopsis. Yeah, sorry. Sir, uh, yeah, the synopsis is the story of two North Carolina teens, Landon Carter and Jamie Sullivan, who are thrown together after Landon gets into trouble and is made to do community service. And here is the trailer. Jamie didn't belong. Nice sweater. Thank you. She was misunderstood. <laughs> so what's your deal? You don't care what people think about you? No. She would change him forever. I need help with my work. You're asking me for help? Please. Okay. Landon Carter is coming here. Dad, I'm not a child. <laughs> Where have you been? Nowhere, man. Hey, Carter. So I'll see you after school? I'm in your dreams. Welcome to the planet. Listen, Jamie, I was hoping we could... Basically good friends. Exactly. It's like you're reading my mind. Great. Um, maybe you could read mine. Maybe you're just too scared that someone might actually want to be with you. And why would that scare me? Because you want to be with me, too. I was getting along with everything fine, and then you happened. I might kiss you. I might be bad at it. It's not possible. All right, we're back from a walk to remember Mandy Moore and Shane West. Kelly, what do you got to say about this? Okay, walk to remember. This is my ugly pick. You are yes. correct. Yeah. yeah. Um, I love this movie so very much. <laughs> it takes me back. I, little 13-year-old Kelly, this is one of the first movies that I saw multiple times in theaters. I had a poster of Shane West on my bedroom wall that I tore out of Teen People magazine. Mm -hmm. um, I listened to the soundtrack infinity times on my portable CD player. <laughs> and it still holds up, by the way. I was re-listening to it on Spotify yeah, the other day. Yeah, I like a lot of the, oh, switch, the Switchfoot songs and all that. They're really good. Yeah. Well, it's funny. I, I, I wrote that down, too. The 90s music, some of the songs held up, some didn't. There's a lot of, like couple grunge rock songs and they're like oh man that's totally 90s but then yeah there were some there were some great tracks there were and and i love i really like mandy moore singing in it i i think it's just i don't know it, it, it is my ugly pick because it is so incredibly sweet and chaste and wonderful but it is so sweet and chaste and wonderful that i think i have a cavity now from rewatching it um it also has just about every sparksian cliche in the book it just doesn't shy away from that at all um 
It's got the parental discord, the test of a leading character's faith, the good girl who transforms the bad boy with a heart of gold through the power of her pure, pure love, the tragic event slash illness, the redemption. It just, it has everything. And I just love it. It is, it is, it is very extra in the melodrama department, but I love it. I don't know. I don't know. I can't, it's impossible for me to separate my intense love for it from the fact that I, it's like such an integral part of my teenage years that I, I don't know how I would feel if I watched it again for the first time, but I'm not saying it's a great movie. I think it is very good in a lot of ways, but it's also a lot. So what, what do you guys think about it? Yeah. Like I said, I, I was enjoying it. I, I thought Shane West did a really great job with his performance. Uh, you know, in a lot of the scenes, especially with, with how, cliche some of the scenes were that you know that that's kind of hard to do and i don't think some of the other movies or i don't think uh, the choice pulled it off quite so well so i give him props mandy war is great obviously uh but i i completely agree there are some of these like the wedding scene uh there are so many dissolves <laughs> like if, if you go back and watch that it just everything dissolves onto the next but scene it and this but it relates to the and... it relates to the play when they had their first kiss it's it's a throwback to it how wait what How? it's 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 to the play scene when they had their their kiss when they were doing the play and that did a lot of dissolve too when she got up and sang and so i think i believe it was a callback to that previous scene there okay their well, love then they both must have had too many <laughs> i'm talking about the editing right like yeah yeah yeah, yeah, yeah they did fades and fades and fades yeah, they yeah, did, yeah, yeah. They, those were the only two scenes that they really did that in. yeah uh, man, I did. I did keep waiting, and I have a. I have interesting comments on all three of the titles of these movies, but I kept waiting for them to say the title like, "I'm gonna take you on a walk to remember," and, and they never do. And <laughs> I, I don't even know what the walk was in this movie to remember. I, and I feel like all three of these movies, the title become like almost non sequiturs or or really weirdly related to the actual plot of the movie. But like, do y'all know what was the actual walk? So. In the wedding? They didn't do it in the movie. I don't really know why, especially because they could have everything else was they they left no other stone unturned. But in the book, um, which there's a little spoiler here for those who um, are planning on watching it. So if you don't want something to be spoiled for you, then just tune out for just a sec. (laughs) Um, So once her illness progresses to the point where she's nearing the end of her life in the book, she's bound to a wheelchair. But in the she's determined um she's determined that she wants to stand up from the wheelchair and walk down the aisle when she marries him and oh, so she does and okay. then he, he has this inner monologue where he's like it was truly a walk to remember <laughs> i don't know why they didn't yeah, do it in the movie, okay. but that's that's the story well it's interesting that you mentioned the the way they adapted the book because i felt like there were there was a lot they tried to cover in the short movie there were a lot of like little quick quick cut scenes that that just took me by surprise like when the dad entered the scene we we never really heard about him yet and then when he comes in i forget was that the play um he's like yeah your mom told me he's like oh the dad's in the picture you know we had we hadn't heard anything about him uh, and then I, th- I feel like he had too many they could probably could have consolidated the eric and dean characters because mm-hmm. eric was his main friend and, and he com- he comes around and then i felt like er- or dean was just kind of like a a tag a lot like is the same like it was the same character arc for two, these two side characters and i didn't feel like they could have consolidated that and and maybe worked the dad in a little more but uh mm-hmm. but there were some there were some kind of awkward oh and then the the friend <clears throat> the best friend who they like 
hung out to dry at the very beginning there there there's a scene where they're doing an initiation and they make this guy jump off a water tower and Shane West character pretends to jump and doesn't and the guy like hits his head on a bar they didn't see in the in the lake below or the ravine or whatever it was and uh, but then you it never makes it clear what happened to the guy for like 15 or 20 minutes until finally somebody says, Oh, did you go visit him in the hospital? Like, okay, so he's not dead, I guess. Cause they like, I thought maybe he had died or maybe he's fine now. And he's just mad at him. And then eventually they go to the hospital. But there are a lot of things that just kind of le- left me guessing about what was actually happening here. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Charles, Charles, I am afraid <laughs> what? by Why? the fact that you're being deathly quiet. I'm not, no, 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 no. It's, it's, no it's, we call it the we call it the calm before the storm. <laughs> there's no, no, there's no calm. Um, I I, I want to say that uh, you know, longtime listeners know that uh, I liked Love Story. That was a movie that Kelly and Micah really hated, and uh, I so I like these kind of movies. I have nothing against Nicholas Sparks. Uh, movies or books or anything. Oh, I haven't read any of the books, but you know, I I like this movie. I like this movie a lot. Uh, I'm I'm actually I'll go ahead and say that I, I all these movies are kind of similar in a way, and I I don't really have anything against any of them. Uh, so, but uh, I this this I you know I I don't know between this and the Notebook, I don't know which one's my favorite. I but I do really really like this movie. Um, I also, I also like that there's a certain amount of like purity to it. Um, Mm -hmm. unlike the other two there, there's, you know, uh, Mandy Moore's character doesn't, she's, she stays true to herself the entire time. Like, you know, and it, and it's pretty straightforward. It's the other people that have to kind of come around to her. Um, I like that. I like that aspect of it. Um, but to your point, Mark, I think there was a lot of, there were a lot of like side plots. They just kind of dropped or wrapped up really quickly. And I, and I think the ending, was super fast. It was like bam, 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 and then they yeah. did a little quick narration, you know, about what happened to her. And, and it, it would have been yeah, that that scene for the book sounds cheesy, Kelly, with the walk, but it, it still would have been cool to see. I wish they would have expanded yeah. a little more. Um, you know, having said that, if since I didn't know that about the book, I just assumed the walk was like when they, you know, when they walked to you know to the graveyard or whatever when they look at the stars. I assumed some of that that was what they were referring to. I, I didn't know. But, mm-hmm. um, but yeah, I, I love the acting, and I think the two leads had great chemistry. Like yeah. I really, I really did, and I, and I, like Shane West's performance. I some of it was cliche, yeah, but I, I think, I think he, I think he did a really good job, and it kind of balanced it out. And I, you know, I really liked his character. Has he done much since this movie? I, I don't know. I don't know much yeah, about still- him. He's still in. He does. I think he's been doing a lot of TV work, and uh, he's been doing things because I, I was looking into him too. Because he reminds me of Chris Pine. Is he the one that did the Star Trek reboot? Yeah, mm-hmm. right. He kind of reminded me of Chris Pine a little bit, like a uh, for our generation, but um, for the new, I guess. Like what's man, his most? I guess we're old. I guess he would role? be Shane West would be our generation, and the Chris Pine would be for the next one. But what, Charles? What's his most famous role? Like what's I he known this, for? Yeah, it's, it's definitely this. this. Yeah, he was on. I think he was on ER for a while, and he did A League of Extraordinary Gentlemen. Yeah, he was Tom Sawyer. Um, oh, I, I oh, he's man. in, that movie. He's in Gotham. That movie, he I, for, I forgot about that movie. The Sean Connery yeah. movie. <laughs> I like yeah. that one. I'm not, we, we might have to do that. Yeah, I might we might have to do that for one of my picks. That'd be interesting. Uh, yeah, I like the. Uh, to, you mentioned the ending, Charles. I like. I, I liked the ending. 
because I was afraid they were going to like try to attempt some sort of pseudo love scene, which would have been really awkward because they're so young. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then like, what else do you say after this? Because that that's uh, just kind of hinting at the choice I, that it's like the opposite of the movie, the choice, because the choice has like this whole second act in it. Mm-hmm. Um, and this movie did the opposite, just wrapped up really quickly. But oh, I, I, yeah, I would have liked a little more. And, and the, that's what I'm saying. I like that they they kept it. They were teenagers. They they felt like true teenagers. And I believe Mandy Moore actually was a teenager when they made it. And I don't know. I I, I appreciated that. And uh, like I said, the purity to it that I that I liked. I enjoyed that. Um, kind of uh, reminds me of the DiCaprio Claire Danes uh, Romeo and Juliet type thing, where it's like this bit, really yeah. young pure love. And it's they're like totally all in. Yeah, and, and but I was also going to say that I am surprised this movie is PG in terms of like, you know, language and content and stuff. Like it always surprises me that it's not PG thirteen like the other two are. Because I actually feel I feel. Oh, uh, just there's it seems like there's more language in this one. Um, you know when you when you really hear it, like as opposed to like the choice or the Notebook, there's like no language at all. Like, I mean, I know those those had more like sex scenes to them, but. But, you know, I, I don't know. I'm just always surprised that this movie's not PG-13. I think it took a lot more to get a PG-13 rating back then. Well, they... I they read, read a, a lot of more stuff slide. I read a thing that they, um, you know, the flyer that gets passed out where they photoshopped her head and stuff onto it. Mm-hmm. I read a thing that they actually... Uh, initially, that was uh, much more graphic. Um, like, she mm-hmm. was nude on the, the image. And that they kind of fixed it real quick and and but like um in in like a quick shot where you see it but all the rest in the background apparently are the original unaltered ones and that was that was one of the lines that if they had done that that would have crossed into pg-13 territory yeah. so i don't know, thought it was kind of interesting i i did think that scene <clears throat> was a little bit funny because i now you know photoshop being what it is and now like have actually having some knowledge of Photoshop, like back in the day, I was like, oh, that is so embarrassing. There's yeah. her head on that body. You know, like it just looks totally seamless to me. But now <laughs> it looks like somebody physically. That is bad fading. With scissors <laughs> on a piece of paper. Yeah. Looks like a ransom. Oh, Kelly, they were, they were very explicit to show the screenshots of them editing an image. Loved it. Well, it's also like today in today's day and age, you know, I photoshopped so many people into so many weird stuff, and right. like that. I mean, I would see that today, and be like whatever, you know, you could have done better. It yeah. just, oh, and it escalated so quickly from, you know, oh hello there to oh baby baby it's fine like that scene in the cafeteria where he where he grabs her and is like it's oh it's okay and then they kind of went just from zero to 60 there yeah which i was here for it but it just felt a little and i i even like the the religious aspects of this one um like it came they walked up, the line really well they did yeah because it came up a few times in the other movies but this one i really liked that you know she again she was true to her character she stayed with it and he never he never really did and they kind of even addressed it because she was like oh don't worry it's not you know it's not really just like and all that I, I liked that. I liked all those elements they felt like to me they felt like well-rounded characters they knew who they were you know yeah so and I love I love uh, I'm blanking on the actor's name who played her dad but I really liked his performance in it yeah their dynamic was really good too yeah and uh, accent was kind of yeah the, <laughs> the accents were funny it's a uh, <laughs> It's uh, Peter Coyote, right? And then uh, yeah. and then Daryl yes. Hannah is his mom. 
<laughs> so oh, Daryl Hannah, her hair looked so weird. I know. I know. I don't know what it was like, but it was. Uh, she was good in it, though. Yeah, yeah, Performance okay. wise, I liked her character, and and even the dad. You know, I mean, like you said, he wasn't really. They didn't really introduce him very well, and he was kind of in and out of the thing. But I, I even liked that aspect of it. So. It was really convincing how he went from like, there's no way you're going to date my daughter to at the very end, like, you know, you were her miracle. Mm-hmm. Not to spoil, but. Well, I, I mean, I mean, his dad, like being the, his dad coming back in the scene. I even like that. I like, oh, yeah, yeah. I like to drive out to his house in the middle. And I don't know. I like those scenes, like the emotion of yeah. it. And um, yeah, but. It's, it's a very romantic movie for how, for how tame i guess you could say it is um i mean the emotion is all there you don't it's a good example of not necessarily needing explicit scenes to be a really sweet romantic story um and i I like that jamie's character i mean this is kind of tying into what you were saying charles like she is meek but she's also very wise and she's incredibly strong like she's not she pretty much dictates how the relationship is going to go. And he just goes along with whatever she wants, whatever she's comfortable with, whatever she needs from him. Um, and that's really cool. Yeah. Yeah. So we're all kind of in agreement. That's yeah. not how yeah. I thought this was going to go, but that's cool. Nice. Okay. It's well, like should we move on to, be... to our next pick? Let's do it. Let's talk about the notebook. The notebook. Okay. So do you want me to do a synopsis? Yeah, go ahead. Okay. A poor yet passionate young man falls in love with a rich young woman, giving her a sense of freedom, but they are soon separated because of their social differences. And here is the trailer. It was a magical summer. Noah was a country boy. Allie was from the city. They met the night of the carnival. They had nothing in common, but after seeing Allie that night, something inside Noah snapped. Will you go out with me? No! No? Ah! Damn, my hand's slipping. Okay, fine, I'll go out with you. No, don't do me any favors. No, I want to! Say it again. I want to go out with you! All right, all right, we'll go out. (sighs) They fell in love, didn't they? Yes, they did. Do you want to dance with me? Sure. This is a good story. I think I've heard it before. It's like a dream. So what do you do, Noah? I work at the lumberyard. How much do you make at your job? 40 cents an hour. It has got to stop. Noah? He's a nice boy, but he is not for you. I don't see how it's going to work. You are not to see him anymore, and that's final. From the best-selling novel by Nicholas Sparks. Oh, miss... How's about that date? Comes a story. It's normal not to forget your first love, but I want you for myself. Marry me. About what we long for. I saw your picture in the paper, and I just wanted to see if you were okay. What we settle for. I have a fiance waiting for me. What happened? Who did you choose? And who we're meant for. Why didn't you write me? I waited for you for seven years. I wrote you every day for a year. New Line Cinema presents Ryan Gosling, Rachel McAdams, James Garner, Jenna Rollins, James Marsden, with Sam Shepard and Joan Allen in a Nick Cassavetes film. I read to her and she remembers. The Notebook. 
All right. And that was the trailer for The Notebook with Ryan Gosling, the baby goose, and uh, Rachel McAdams. So I'll, I'll just start because I only have one thing to say, which is this is a really great movie, and I forgot how good it was because of the ending. Uh, so just quick spoiler. I, I remember, because at the very end, they die at the same moment, right, in the same hospital bed. And I remember that being so melodramatic and so over the top and, like, at first, when I was rewatching it yesterday, I thought, do they like induce, like, do the nurses induce it or something? And, and I had worked this all up and this is like probably seven, eight years ago. I don't, what, what was the release date of this? 2004. 2004. Yeah. So that, I was a senior in high, in high school. So uh, anyway, and it wasn't, it was, it was really well done. It was really, you know, calm and peaceful. She says like one line, do you think our love can take us at the same time or something? And, and then they wake up the next morning. Like, oh man, I, my memory was so unfair to this movie. So this is, it was really a good movie. That's all I got to say. I'll let That's y'all awesome. take, that makes hash me it out now. Well, you are correct. This was my good pick. Yeah. yeah. And I, I still really love it. I feel like the first act is maybe not as strong as the rest of it where they're first meeting and he's convincing her to go out and all that. Um, but aside from that, I feel like it's a very romantic mo- movie, and I love the score to it. I had the sheet music to it back in the day and could play it by heart. And OMG, Ryan Gosling and Rachel McAdams, I think they have really good chemistry. Um, I mean, I like I, I, really, I like them both a lot in their other work, but I especially love Rachel McAdams. I think she's such a versatile actress. Um, she's done so many things. She's... I liken her to Barbara Stanwyck in a way because she's played, you know, unlikable characters, really likable characters. Just, I I feel like she's played such a wide variety of roles. She's done horror and she's done rom-coms and indie films. And um, yeah, I just really respect her a lot, but. And Mean Girls. And Mean Girls. (laughs) I forgot she was in the Sherlock Holmes uh, reboot with Robert Downey Jr. Yeah, and I wish she was in it more. She had such a small yeah well her character got killed off too yeah was she the main character in the eurovision oh my gosh i gotta watch that i haven't seen that yet either (laughs) i forgot that was her too we were oh man sorry no she's i i just i i I think i don't even know there's so many things that you could say about this movie but it it just works I, i it's hard to explain why it just on 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 numerous levels it just it, it it hits you in the feels and it's not overly cheesy or saccharine um it's just and i like the the flashes back and forth to the past and the present i think i like i almost like the the story of older noah and ali a little bit more like j- just as much at least yeah, well, those more. actors were so good too mm-hmm. they nailed it yeah charles, charles. Calm before the storm. <laughs> you guys keep saying that. Uh, I already said I like these movies. Um, well, you just you look so so something down there. I, I don't know. I just I I don't know. I don't I don't love this movie. And I, I like I said I, I it's kind of a toss up. I, I guess I would say I don't know. I don't know which one I like more. But I I agree with you that I don't like the first half nearly as much. And I it t- for me it takes a little while to get going. I really like. James Garner in it, as you guys said, mm-hmm. uh, and uh, I, I don't know. There's this, there's, 
it just goes back and forth, back and forth, back and forth, back and forth, and there's too many things. And I and I unlike you, Mark, I don't I don't really like the ending. I I think I like it less having rewatched it again um, than <laughs> I did the first time, just because it's it's I don't know. It's like it's, it doesn't really make sense. So yes, their love killed them. I guess okay, cool. That's that's good. I don't know, but uh, I, and I, I think the. The the wartime scene is too quick. They like quickly throw in the war. He's got to get to war. Yeah, yeah. It's like bam, 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 Agreed. bam. One scene, kind of cheesy. Um, but again, I, overall, I do like it, and I and I do think they have great chemistry. And I, you know, we'll we'll talk about the choice in a little bit. But I, I think these movies are very, very, very similar. So I I like Lon's character a lot too, um, in a way that you don't always. You don't always feel a connection towards the the other man that she doesn't choose, you know. But uh, yeah, but they made him almost like yeah. Instead of being like a bad guy, they made him they made him a, you know a decent guy that actually truly cared for her, and that was cool. Um, yeah. Which they do the same thing in the choice. So, uh, but not as well though. No, well, yeah. I don't think. But the um, the uh, the dad in this one, her dad. I do feel like he's very caricature with his almost like yeah. a villain with his twirly mustache and stuff. Yes, and I, 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 I know her mom changed towards the end, but I just I couldn't stand her parents. Now I liked mm-hmm. I liked his dad. His dad was cool. I thought those scenes were good, but I just yeah. I couldn't stand any, almost any scene with her parents. Felt so cliche to me that it was like, are you kidding me? Just like, but in the yeah. movie's defense, you're supposed to hate her parents, right? Uh, yeah, but there's. But you mean you mean for the clicheness of it, not for the. Yeah, I mean honestly, but I do think the performances are over the top a little bit. Yes, they're written that way, but I I think there could have been some more depth to them. Like, you know, like I, I feel like in a walk to remember, her dad was, you know, the portrayal was better. It's a similar type character. Actually, all these movies have that kind of similar thing. You can't get involved with them, you know, wrong side of the tracks thing. But the but the parents in that movie, I felt they they felt more like real parents to me, real people, and you could understand yeah. their position somewhat more. This one's just oh, like I don't know. I almost yeah. expected to be like a French accent and the literally twirl his mustache. His mustache. He, yes, he and actually was the, in the, the first long day. long cigarette. Yeah. <laughs> I do, Did you I have do. an eye patch? I can't remember. <laughs> might, might as well have. <laughs> And his like his like Hugh Hefner smoking jacket. Yes, and yeah. I just yeah I agree with you completely. And I, why did they have Ryan Gosling sit in the room when like we were, my wife and I were talking yeah, about that? Yeah. Like why was he in the room when they were like bad mouthing in the next room? Like they told him to wait, and it's like why? Like I, I don't get that. Were they yeah, going to chat him up next after they after he heard <laughs> them like trashing him? I don't know. <laughs> Who knows? They were horrible enough to where maybe they wanted him to overhear them talking and trashing him to Rachel McAdams. But I, but I do. I like the, the like you said, Kelly, I think the the present day versions, I think that's the more interesting part to me. I, I like that more. But I guess it's just fantastic actors, too. There's a, mm-hmm. a movie called Away From Her that it kind of reminded me of where um, I can't I think it's Julie Christie blinking out but it's, it's another like dealing with alzheimer's and all that and it's yeah uh this movie's kind of have you guys seen blue valentine no Mm-mm. so it's a ryan gosling movie he made after this and um it's kind of the anti-notebook because <laughs> this one is more you know about 
seeing the relationship start. I guess ultimately see how it ends too. But the Blue Valentine is kind of, it's like seeing a marriage dissolve and fall apart. Mm-hmm. And it's, it's really interesting. If you guys haven't seen it, it's, it's a really good movie. Well, that's another thing that could be said for Ryan Gosling. I mean, we talked about it with Rachel McAdams, but he hasn't really pigeonholed himself into only doing romances either. He's done some grittier right. stuff and some comedies. I mean, you got to hand it to him. Yeah. I think, you know, I could see either one of them winning an Oscar one day. They've both been nominated, so mm-hmm. I, I do think they're very good in this movie. And again, the chemistry is the big thing here. They, they have excellent chemistry together. You, you want them to be together. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I think I think she outperforms him a little bit in this movie, but he is he is pretty. I mean, he's definitely solid and great acting. But yeah. what do you want? <laughs> I like that scene. Yeah, it's good. It's good. <laughs> All right. Well, should we move on to our final pick? Let's do it. Let's choose to do it. <laughs> All right. There you go. The choice. Okay. Travis and Gabby first meet as neighbors in a small coastal town and wind up in a relationship that is tested by life's most defining events. Here is the trailer. I love how you can say that about all relationships. We're all good now. What am I going to do with all you guys? Thank you, Travis. What do you say we get a drink at Dockside? No one ever said no to you before. No. I am making history. You two like no. Ew, gross. Travis, this is Ryan McCarthy, my boyfriend. Hi. Hi. Don't make a thing out of it. <laughs> my big brother does not like it when things don't come easy. Oh, boy. <laughs> I have a confession. My friends like you better than they like me. Yeah, I was afraid that was going to happen. Why do you make it so hard for me to flirt with you? If I made it easy, you wouldn't flirt anymore. I shouldn't have said that. Don't Because you bother me. Where's Gabby? She's in intensive care. Should have been there. Don't give up, Travis. Go back to me, baby. Come bother me. The choice. Rated PG-13. All right, and there we have the choice, which I uh, I'm assuming is is your bad pick, Kelly. It is indeed my bad pick. Well, the choice. I remember this was easy because I remember when you saw this in theaters and you. Saying how much you hated it, so this is I had no doubt at all about this one. Oh my! It offended me to my very I core. Remember. That in the bathroom after I saw this movie, I overheard two friends talking to each other, and one of them was like, oh, "It was so much better than the Notebook," and I wanted to oh, come no. out of my stall and slap her in the face. It was. Somebody you knew, or did you say it was somebody you knew, or just somebody else that was in the bathroom at the same time? <laughs> no, just somebody in the bathroom. Okay. It's yeah. it's a lot like the Notebook, though, like the similar plots, and uh, it there there's a lot there, there's a lot there's a lot of similarities between all three of these movies. Like I, you know, I I think, mm-hmm. but uh, well, first of all, let's let's I I want to start with the good on this one. I like Tom Wilkinson. I like his dad. I like. The main guy. Yeah, I don't. I don't really know else, what yeah. else he's been in. I liked him, uh, and I. He was. Uh, he was Abraham Lincoln vampire killer. Oh really? Okay. Yeah. Cool. I didn't know. Okay. Awesome. But okay. So the, so I liked him. I. I you know because I didn't really know what to expect. And I. And kind of like what we just said about um, 
uh, Lon's character in the notebook, this this Tom Welling's character in this one, I can't think of his character name, but I liked how he was, yeah, he got upset. She, well, she says he got upset. We never really saw that, but he just seemed like a good guy all around and even, you know, was trying to make sure the main character wasn't too hard on himself. Like, I, I appreciated aspects of that. And mm-hmm. I just, uh, I don't know. I, I really... I liked I liked a lot of it. I like Tom like I said, Tom Wilkinson I always think is a solid actor. I like the whole thing with the vet and all that stuff. I, I but in this one I didn't think the main characters had good chemistry at all. Like I didn't think they went well together. And I didn't like uh her. And I, I've seen her in other movies as Teresa Palmer, I think is her name. Mm-hmm. I've seen her yeah. in other movies like Warm Bodies and I, I liked her in that. But this one I just from the get-go, I did not like her character. And I I also felt like the transition from like not liking him at all to liking him was really quick. Mm-hmm. Yep. You know, and then Yeah, I, that that was that's my one main like thorn in my side on this movie is is her. And I at first I thought maybe I'm being like overly moralistic because I thought she she really quickly just abandoned, you know, Smallville guy. Uh her boyfriend to just go and be in these situations where she knew, you know, and I was like, give her a chance, Mark, you know, don't, don't like put your morals on other people. It's okay. But then throughout the movie, I was like, no, she has like no virtue to her at all. She doesn't do anything. She she has like, we call it a a save the cat moment, like in, in script writing sometimes, right. You, you want the protagonist to like do something to get the audience on your side, but she never does anything that makes us like her at all. Well, it's like I said, that's a similar plot point to the notebook where she essentially is engaged to someone else. Although in this one, I don't think she's quite engaged or maybe she did. She did get engaged later on, but, but anyway, the notebook, but then then they decided they like the other person more and they, they essentially cheat on their fiance in the notebook. It felt a little more justified. You know, because she was well, tortured about it. She like, was, yeah, and they, and the, that yeah. is large parts due to the way the characters are written and the acting and all this. And this one, it felt, it, I don't know, it felt too easy for her to do that. And and you know, I'm not trying to like put judgment on her on that at all. It's just, it, it just felt like okay, she, we haven't really seen why she likes this other guy so much, like because we didn't have the backstory like we did with the Notebook. You know, she, it's not like. It's not like she knew this guy long before her fiance and thought he was gone or couldn't be with her, you know? So I don't know. I just didn't really like that. So it's another thing that kind of makes you not like her character as much. And I didn't like, I didn't even like the part where she was, you know, hustling the, um, his parents, her fiance's parents about playing, uh, whatever, whatever they were playing. I forget, I don't even remember what they were doing. Was it golf? Uh, yeah. I, I, yeah. It's like, it's like, that's kind of a weird scene her hustling them too. I just, overall, I didn't like her character. Yeah, I I don't either at all. And I completely agree with what you're saying. Like, in The Notebook and most other movies I can think of that involve infidelity, there are things that not justify it, but that make it more understandable, I guess you could say. And as if it's, you know, a crime of passion type of thing. Like, oh, we were just so swept away and then instantly after we were racked by guilt and oh, oh, we shouldn't, but we must, but we shouldn't, but we must, you know? And it's it, it's usually relatively short-lived and they know and they feel guilty about it and you see them feel guilty about it the entire time. But for this, it's like, oh, he went away and and, and, and instead of it being this I was swept off my feet in a moment of passion. Now I regret it kind of thing. It, it, they like have this mini full on relationship in these three weeks. Yeah. And they're not just, 
I don't even know. Like they they they're they're shoving cake into each other's faces at the dad's yeah. party and like holding hands and, yeah. and like meeting You're each right. other's families. I'm like, what are you doing? Exactly. Well, and she and she literally doesn't talk to her boyfriend at all. Like we see her get a voicemail and then not call him back, right? Like, and she doesn't even talk to him. We don't even see her interacting with him at all. Right, and nobody during that time. Nobody questions it. Like I, I assume that all of his family know that she's with someone else, and they don't seem to be bothered by that fact. And Travis never even brings it up, really, until the 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 thing at the dockside. It's just weird. And I get like she right from the opening scene. She's just it's so it's too much. It's like ham handed almost yeah. like the, the classical cello music and the glasses and the studying. And how dare you listen to music while I'm busy being smart and unlikable. Like, yeah, even, even that, even that whole thing where they like, she was asking her dog questions like about medical. It's it like, was weird. Oh, yeah. come on. This is, and again, I don't know if that's bad writing, bad directing, bad acting. I, I don't know what it is, but it's just, well, I think, I feel like this, I obviously haven't read the book, but I feel like the source material is probably pretty good because the banter back and forth, was really promising between them. And that, like, if it had been a better actress, I think, uh, in this role, I don't want to, you know, I haven't seen Teresa Palmer much else. I don't I don't think she was horrible acting-wise, but the chemistry was off. You could tell the writing was really strong. Uh, but I think it's the directing, Charles, because that, that scene with the, where the parents are, like, talking her into saying yes to marrying him. That was a weird that? scene, yes. It was so, it was like, and I thought it was a prank. I thought, like... I thought they were joking oh, or something. T- oh, yeah, yeah. So, okay, was, I forgot about that. Yeah. So you're talking about when when Travis goes and drives out there and talks to him. That's a yeah, weird she, scene. She she tells him no. He asks. He proposes. She says no, and then her parents like talk her into saying yes because they're so charmingly antagonistic <laughs> with each other that you know you have to marry him. That was a weird Which, scene. I, I didn't get it at all. Like because it comes comes out of nowhere. This guy just he just shows up at their house. I don't. He hadn't met him before that. And was he even planning on? asking her to marry him at that point i don't know it was no weird he he didn't have a ring it's Mm -hmm. weird it was but so i think i'm about to say something really smart which is (laughs) kelly you mentioned something you just mentioned a minute ago like these characters never never this the side characters never hesitate uh along with with gabby's character like why don't they why don't they read into this i think it's because they're all written too omnisciently like they, they all know exactly what's going on, except for the two lovers, and so they're Especially all the just sister. on board already, right? So, and they expect the audience to be on board too, and we're not. Like you haven't gotten us on board just by having the sister say, "You're in bigger trouble than I thought with this one." You know, you're going to marry this one, mm-hmm. and so even even her, Gabby's parents are like already on board and already know that this is inevitable that you're going to marry this guy. It's like that's not how life works at all. This is not a convincing suspension of my disbelief. No, I think I think that's exactly true, Mark. The, the omniscience is that, that did not. I, I didn't think of it in that way when I was watching it. I couldn't put my finger on it, but I think that's that's perfect. And I I have a big problem with uh, this. Is kind of like what we're talking about with the walk to remember that I think they sped up and speed over and skip over. They yada 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 over all these like big moments. Like, it was like, bam, 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 someone's pregnant, there, and they have kids. Someone else is pregnant, they have a kid. It's like, the sister's pregnant. And it was like this whole montage at the end of all these, yeah. like, it's like, I would rather have seen that than, like, I didn't I didn't like the 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 method where they, you know, they, they show you a little bit of the, 
and then they go they, they they start in one point in time and then go backwards seven years. I wish they would have just skipped all of that, just started at the beginning and worked our way through it, and then shown more of their life after all this stuff. Uh, I, I don't know. It's just, just again, they I feel like they skipped over a lot of really good moments that I would have liked. I agree, and and kind of in that same vein of starting the movie where they did with that hospital scene. It made me wonder something, and I don't, I hesitate to even ask this because I don't want to sound like I'm just commenting on her appearance or anything, but <laughs> like, do you, do you guys feel like they did her makeup that way on purpose as a, as a kind of a fake out? Because I, she looked, even from the beginning, she looked kind of like maybe she was sick, you know, like, like they made her up that way on purpose, but she had the, the Mandy Moore pre-diagnosis look. And then I wondered, yeah. did they make her because, because they start in the hospital. So it's like, oh, right off the bat, you're like, Oh, what does she have? Yeah. You don't know what she has. Drama. That's the thing. Like, they, they don't tell you anything. And, but do you think they wanted you to, <laughs> I, you know, it so I would not surprise me because they, I, we, we were funny. talking about that like too that. like there was a lot of fake outs about her like even yeah. even uh you know at the end like uh you see like tom welling's character standing in the doorway and you see a nurse crying and you're like oh my god is she dead is she alive and you don't know to like literally it's like come on quit faking us out man like they just they did that yeah, a lot yeah now that y'all mentioned that i think you're right i think you're right because they do start at the hospital and media res and then and then you're like, who's in the hospital and yeah. why? Mm-hmm. And that's funny. That's funny. <sighs> oh man, it's just yeah. I did not. I did not appreciate the appreciate the fake outs at all. Uh, but uh. and I didn't like. And I get like it's supposed to be cute and and different and whatnot. But I did not like the you bother me thing. Oh, over, I didn't like it either. The first time he said it, I was like, oh, this is gonna be a thing. And and it was, and I did not enjoy it. And I didn't really like uh, his like off again, on again girlfriend. Like I, no. I thought it was such a wasted role. Just to, yeah, just to, and and she was like, just I don't know. It just seemed like wasted and unrealistic. And I didn't really know where they were going with it. And they didn't really go anywhere with it, other mm-hmm. than other well, than because uh, like I said, other than Teresa Palmer knows. Well, yeah, but other than like Teresa Palmer commented on it about how he went right back to her. It's like, well, what? Yeah. Like you. You went back with your fiance, like what? Right, right. So I, I don't, yeah. <sighs> and she, like to your point, Mark, she was omniscient too because I think they just had to right. throw her in there to really give him some final advice, like you both look at each other the same way, and my my wide beautiful eyes will never behold your gaze in that fashion. And it's like, oh, okay, but yeah, we didn't we didn't need her to to say that. And I didn't really get why she was so upset about him being late for dinner. Like she, she seemed really bummed out as if it was like a point where she's going to break up with him on it. Like they were already married. They already love each other. This is, he's, he's, he works yeah. at a vet. Like I didn't understand. They made that too dramatic. Like I thought, yeah. Um, but having said that, I don't hate this movie. I, I, again, I don't mind it. And, and there were some moments like I like, uh, I guess I'd earlier like Tom Wilkinson. I like the scene in the, in, when they were at the kind of rest bar restaurant, and she was there with the fiance and he was there too. And I kind of like their little exchange afterwards. Cause it reminded me a lot of the notebook. Like, what do you want to do? Like, what is your choice? I, I like those scenes. They, I feel like those scenes, I actually felt like they had a little bit of good chemistry and I like the, the drama between them, but yeah, it's too little too late. Maybe. I, so, 
Go ahead, ahead. Kelly. Sorry. No, no. Your picks. Um, I I did like at the end, I did like, um, what's his name? Benjamin Walker's acting when he was, uh, went, uh, by her bed and talking about like, oh, should I buy a new truck or should I refurbish the old one? And, and just that, that moment of lightness. And then when he really broke down, when he was, yeah, he was kind of snuggling with her. Like I, I did, that was, that was a powerful scene. I thought that was really good. Um, but can we also talk about the fact that her golden retriever had 12 Chihuahua. Chihuahua puppies in Golden Wawas? What do you say? Golden Wawa? What do you say? What's wrong with Chihuahuas? Nothing. But they were like, oh, here are these freshly-born babies. And they're like, clearly. <laughs> yeah, but we don't know who the father years. was. That's the... Is that a breed? Is that a, is that an actual breed, or were they? I'm is sure. that like a big joke they play? I have no idea. I'm sure it's an actual breed. I mean, I have a Chewini, so I'm sure anything's possible. <laughs> yeah, but those are similar sizes, like body sizes. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know if they're. I don't know if that matters or not. You think the genes would like get squished up together or something? Like, I don't know. I don't know, I don't know how science works, but. Uh, what about so the do we do we want to get into spoiler territory at all about the end because I was kind of blown away. Were you? Uh, yeah, for, I think we can we can just do a spoiler advertisement again. Spoiler advertisement if you. Well, and the name of the movie, like I mentioned earlier, uh, is the choice and doesn't really he like he's like I've got a choice to make and then he never has to make it because spoiler she lives right right. I mean I guess he chooses not to pull the plug, mm-hmm. you know for long enough that but he, he just kind of postpones the choice and so he never actually has to make the choice yeah. and i was shocked that she lived at the and end what because... is that saying exactly like i mean that it's not like the doctors were wrong in their statistics and all that like i don't right i don't really understand the commentary the movie's making by saying that because even in the trailer we just played the hashtag is choose love so i, I mean <laughs> are, is he choosing love by not doing that even though it was statistically impossible I, and I don't it was know. Her wishes. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. I, I don't know. This is a weird, weird thing. I have some. I have some friends in healthcare who are kind of you know, like always complain about a lot of families who are like waiting for the miracle to happen. Is you know, it's like it really doesn't often happen, guys. Like that's probably not a thing. Choose love. You've seen the movie The Choice, but yes. <laughs> choose love. <laughs> Yeah, it's. I mean, I'm. I'm not making light of that horrible choice you'd have to make. But no, no, but it does make. Kind of does make light of it, and then at the end, she lives, and he's rewarded for it. Yeah, yeah. It's, which I which I feel was like like Kelly, like you said. I feel like they're like messing with us and like trying to take are. us out. Like you know, you know, she's gonna die, and then she yeah. lives. So <laughs> I kind of liked it. Couldn't tell how I felt, even though I'm so sure she was gonna die. And what about the just the fat like the the cheesiness of the little the the wind chimes or whatever blowing in the breeze when he finishes the gazebo coinciding with the exact moment when she's awoke yeah, awakened yeah. from the <laughs> I I didn't even buy that. That's romantic to me. Like that doesn't bother me. Like I don't know. Oh, gosh. But but again, that was a fake out to me because I thought Oh, that's her spirit passing. Like that's right, what I—I right. I really did think that. I didn't think it was. Oh, that's her spirit telling him she's alive. I—it <laughs> doesn't make sense to me that way yeah. in hindsight. That's true. Well, it doesn't. Doesn't he just run? Mm-hmm. 
He like he never gets a call or anything, right? Well, well he, he looks like he, they shows his phone and he's got like fifteen missed calls or something. But I don't. Oh, think, okay, I don't okay, think okay. he ever answered. That. I don't think he saw it. He just yeah. he just knew she was alive because he felt her spirit or or outside dead. of her body, right? I think I don't know. I mean, again, it was a fake out. He but... did. I think he did know. Yeah, like it could be she. You know, she died or she's alive. Yeah, spider sense. I feel like this. I feel like this movie's just messing with us for fun. Mm-hmm. Chihuahua, golden puppies, and. Parents talking their daughter into saying yes to a proposal in front of them. Oh, and a uh, fun fact, since we're, I know we're kind of wrapping up here uh, about The Notebook, I forgot. Um, that, was, uh, that director is Nick Cassavetes, and he's it's actually his mom, Gina Rollins or whatever her name is, the, oh. that plays the older. Oh. That's, so he's directing his mom in that movie, which I thought was pretty cool. I meant to mention that That's earlier. Cool. That is really cool. She's, she's so good in it. Yeah. Okay. Affectionately nicknamed the Golden Chi. The Golden Retriever Chihuahua mix is fairly rare. It's considered a designer breed. Mm. So thank you, Wikipedia. The but they're shaming like the Chihuahua daddies out there. Like they, they never show it. Yeah. Try to take come take right. responsibilities. Sounds. Uh, never mind. I won't say that. <laughs> That's gonna go too far politically. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> never mind. Did you guys? Uh, one more um, vet related thing that made me giggle was uh, on the night of the accident. When that final, pa- like, and he's about to leave to go to the restaurant, and the final patient comes in, and she's like, "It's an emergency, please." She's so old. <laughs> like, what? what? That is not an emergency. Do you know what an emergency is? And he's That's like, true. Oh. I never thought about that, Kelly. That's really funny. <laughs> Lost it. You must help us. We have no time. <laughs> And I don't get why he couldn't, like, have called her right then and there. Like, it just I told know. her, like, hey, or texted her, hey, I've got one more yeah. patient. I'll be there, I promise. No, Charles. The cat was too old. <laughs> he had no time to call. <laughs> he was aging so fast. <laughs> oh, my God. It's awesome. That's funny. All right. Anything else you guys want to say? I think that about wraps it up, except for uh, except for the double up picks from Kelly, right? That's Is right. That what we're doing, Kelly? We got them. Yes. Em. Okay. And I'm sorry for keeping you guys in suspense for so very long about my next pick, but we're finally doing it. We're finally doing it. Yes. Um, okay. So up next, Kira Knightley, period pieces, and I want to say that <clears throat> I. Pride and Prejudice would be my good pick for this, um, but because we did it so recently in a really similar mm-hmm. type of discussion, I'm not going to pick it as my good pick again this time, but maybe we can just do a really quick three-minute flyby over it during the episode to just rehash some of the things we really like about it. But I, I just didn't want to spend a whole other um, section talking about it because we, we just did re- uh, so recently. But um, okay, so my picks in chronological order. Atonement, 2007. Oh. <laughs> Silk, 2007. And Anna Karenina, 2012. Oh, I've never read Anna Karenina. I really want to. Okay. That's interesting. Interesting. Okay. Maybe the movie's better. Interesting. 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 Yes. Sil- what is Silk about? Um, it is about a French merchant who is married to Kira Knightley and he um, has to go, he, he has to continually go on these long drawn out voyages to Japan to get more silk eggs because it is kind of the 
the economy of the town depends on it. Interesting. All right. I was really I'm looking forward to this. I was hoping you're going to do Pirates of the Caribbean for one of these. Nope. She's so made a, she's made a lot of uh, period pieces, hasn't <laughs> yeah. she? She has. This is actually was really hard to choose, and that's partly why it took me so long to pick them because I kept thinking that I knew what I was going to pick, and then I'd watch it and be like, "Oh well," and you know, I watch something else and be like, "Well," I mean, she's just done so much, and she's so good. It's really hard to pick yeah. a good and a bad nice. one. Well, all right, and I'm then excited. I'm and then um, we have coming up in two weeks little over two weeks uh, on the 22nd you guys are going to be finishing up your james bond series you're he- on here and there yeah. so yep. that'll be fun I'm excited to put that little uh that little cap on top It'd be nice yeah i mean you, you guys have been doing it for years right like four years five years <laughs> on and off <laughs> well yeah i mean there's been a while yeah 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 but that's pretty cool so we'll be doing that in two weeks and then um yeah and recently topher and i began our 50 50 journey again so we got a lot of different stuff coming at you. Yeah, hopefully you listen to all that. Yeah, Keep tuned in, guys. And as you know by now, if you're listeners, you can catch us live on Facebook or listen to the replay on iTunes, Spotify, Google Play, and YouTube by searching "Good Bad Podcast" all one word, or head over to our website, it's just awesome.com. But wherever you check us out, please be sure to subscribe and hit that like button. It really does help, guys. And uh, we appreciate you listening. Thanks. Yeah, thank you. Thanks, everybody. Have a good one.